0: i have a great episode today this is a really good one this is a murder case and a sex assault case absolutely riveting in my opinion so okay about 10 years ago i got this case from jack the amazing and talented jack called and we haven't
1: heard about Jack in a while. We haven't heard so from Jack. We've been other attorneys, yeah. Yeah,
0: we've been doing other stuff. But we're going to go back to a Jack case. This was a murder case, and it was in the news. And it was right after the murder happened. Like, it was either the day after the murder happened or two days later. Okay. That Not only did I get called, but another PI and myself were asked to go to the scene of the crime and gather evidence. Basically, it's an inventory. Okay. So here is the situation, and I do think this is an epidemic in our day. Where because of drugs in our society, yes. we're getting a lot of adult, and mostly males, I think. What I'm seeing, okay. adult males that are living with their elderly parents. Oh yes, aging parents. Yes, yes. and I because agree. they're using drugs, they're not working, and their parents. Uh-huh. Parents are parents, and God bless. We want to take all, care of our kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. All the parents yeah. out there that have a child on drugs, my heart breaks for you because yep.
1: mm-hmm.
0: it is brutal. So, yep. this was one of those situations. This is such a crazy story. So, our client's mother in law didn't have a lot of money. Okay. And he had plenty of money. He had a construction company and was doing very well. So, he actually bought a home for her. It was a newer home and very nice. And so she was living in the home with her son, his brother-in-law. Okay. And as she was aging and as she was becoming more feeble, they started thinking maybe we'll have to put her in assisted living or maybe take turns with the children, her children, to have them care for her because she needed more care than what what she was getting with her son who was primarily living in the basement. Okay. So there was talk about selling the house, and then, maybe even using the proceeds from that house to pay for care somewhere else, or you know they were just brainstorming trying to figure out what else to do, and you can imagine that the son in the basement, Jason, <laughs> did not like these conversations because they never said, "What are we going to do with Jason? How are we going to take care of him?" That yeah. wasn't anyone's concern because he's yeah, that wasn't on their radar. he's yeah. an adult man, yeah. he can figure it out
1: you're an able body. Yep. Get up and get working. Yep. Yeah.
0: He was in his mid-40s. Okay, Jason still, was still, you shouldn't be living with your mom. You should, yeah, you should be on your own. Yeah,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> so he is not very happy about it at all. And then the neighbors heard that they were thinking about selling this house. And so the neighbors actually talked with my client, Tom, and said, mm-hmm. hey, if you are interested in selling the house, we just might want to buy it. And so there were discussions going on. Jason got word of this and he was so angry. And Jason's on meth. So I know we've talked many times about how crazy drugs make you. This is no exception to that. And it just shows us how their minds don't work right. Jason is so angry, he goes and writes in sidewalk chalk on the neighbor's driveway. Like, Ooh, ouch, sidewalk yeah. chalk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, can't spray I that know.
0: off with a hose. <laughs> okay, oh my gosh, you're so funny. I'm so glad you. Because truly, like, he's really trying to be a badass because he's writing, like, like F you, you're not getting our house. Mm-hmm. But it's in sidewalk chalk, so. so. <laughs> It's to S- this one and, yeah, I mean, it's not. What's like... gonna happen next?
1: He's gonna break out his crayons. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my Sorry. gosh, you okay. make me laugh. Uh, no, I it, there was like this element. Like, should we be scared or feel sad for him? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, but yeah, it it actually uh-huh. it actually scared the neighbors. Which, yeah. and then they took a hose and sprayed most of the. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get quite all of it because I did see parts yeah. of the words. Okay, uh, okay. So, so that is my pi tip of the day: is if you want to appear scary, don't write your scary message chalk. in sidewalk chalk. Maybe try like spray paint or
1: I don't know, a blood
0: or something. Blood? But. Uh, sidewalk chalk. chalk and crayons are not quite as threatening as you may think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that is my PI tip of the day.
1: Yes. Oh. My oh but awesome. I really am sad that he got shot. I mean, around the too. That chalk
0: thing killed me. Yeah. I know. I know. The well, it didn't kill me. Sp-
1: it made me laugh.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. did make me laugh. So, <laughs> yes. but, but they were <laughs> scared enough that they actually called Tom. And said, hey, your brother-in-law wrote this on our driveway and we're kind of scared about what he's going to do to sure. us. Cause we a threat buy the threat would be scary. Yeah. The yeah. threat would be scary. Yeah. And he and he actually <laughs> didn't threaten him to do anything. He just was like, you're not getting the Back house. Off. So on a Sunday morning is when he did this, is when he'd written this, when Tom gets the phone call. So he gets in his truck and drives over to the house so he can confront. He's bad Tom about is. it. Tom yeah. is mad okay. his mother-in-law is not she's upset too because she got the phone call also sure and so yeah. she, and she can she knows Jason's upset he's kind of ranting and and raving about like oh they're only looking out for you there where am I supposed to go what am I gonna do and I'm yeah. here taking care of you and you're this uh-huh. is how they're responding yada, to me yada yeah yada. yeah yeah so Tom gets to the house jason lives in the basement so he tells the mother-in-law don't worry i'm taking care of this he goes down and he's it starts turns into a shouting match very quickly and jason is high on meth at the time it was probably most of the time actually but sure. he was high at the time of this argument they're fighting it's verbal then it turns physical they're oh, like wow. kind of Just physically not not any like big time punches or anything, but it's it's physical. Kind of pushing, wrestling kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. And Tom is in construction, he's a big masculine guy. Okay. Tom's probably six one, six two, two ten. He's a big guy. And Jason was not as big of a guy, and even if he had could have been as big, when you're on meth you're typically rather skinny. So sure. He was not a hefty guy, so if there were a physical altercation, my money would probably be on Tom. But on the other hand, meth does crazy when you're on drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Can it make you kind of almost like Superman, like you're stronger than you have ever been? Kind of. I've heard that from cops that they say that Uh taking down even some skinny guy that there will be four or five cops that are required to take someone down. I, yeah, okay. like any drug. Like I don't think they feel pain and
1: right. So it
0: changes well, like everything. chemically,
1: yeah, yeah, chemically changes you. So yeah, yes,
0: okay. yeah. So they're arguing, and Jason re- runs into his bedroom after it's become physical. He runs into his bedroom, and Tom kind of follows almost to go into the bedroom, and Jason picks up a drum stool. Now, I don't know. If people know what a drum stool is like, it's like no.
1: Describe that.
0: It's it's like a a metal because so that you can raise and lower the drum stool, up or higher and lower to play the drums, and it will just have. Oh, like it's three... not the
1: actual chair that you sit on. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, it's like they a call... round. I would like yeah. a round
0: disc, and then you yep. can spin it up.
1: And yep. Spin it down. Exactly. Okay. exactly. Okay. Exactly.
0: Okay. And and Jason goes goes over near his closet, and he picks up this drum stool. And they're yelling, swearing at each other, yelling at each other. And Jason lifts up the drum stool up o- like it's up h- over his head, like he's going to throw it at Tom. Okay. And Tom pulls out his gun because he has a concealed permit. and He always carries a gun. <gasps> Tom pulls out his gun and fires and fires and hits. He fires six rounds, five of them hit Jason. And kill him. Holy, serious stuff. Wow. Yeah. Then Tom calls. He he grabs his phone, calls nine one one, and in that call he tells the dispatcher that Jason, his brother-in-law, had he said he came at me with a chair. Now, <laughs> prosecutors use that to say, with a chair, and you respond with a chair to a chair with a gun. But, but there's, there's more. So, and that's why they wanted us to investigate more. So, because what, so Tom gets charged with murder, first degree murder, and he's in jail. And not only is he in jail, but he's in jail with a million dollar cash only bond. What that means oh my is, gosh. he has to come up with a million dollars in cash to be able to get out. Sure. While he's in jail, Jack has Jeff, this other PI, and myself go to the house to gather evidence and to to go through the the bedroom. See anything that we can learn. Describe when you say you're going to go through the bedroom.
1: I picture you're suiting up in the suit so you don't want to have blood and you've got gloves and you've got booties on your shoes and all of that. Is that what you mean or has it already been... CSI'd, like they've already gone and done that, so it doesn't matter that when you go
0: in. How were you dressed, and what does that look like? Even though it was within like 24 to 48 hours of the actual Mm -hmm. murder, CSI had already been in there. They'd gone through it. As defense, we were allowed in the house, and so because of that, we didn't have to suit up and do all of that. But I would have thought that they would have done what we did, because let me tell you what we found. Because Tom had said, I was very concerned when he got over near the closet, because what I know about Jason is he had a number of weapons. He had knives, he had guns, and I was fearful that he was grabbing one of those weapons. I thought I was in danger. This was self-defense. So we have to go find out... Was he right? Or, is, right, or is that just his excuse? Is this self-defense, or is it just cold-blooded murder? We go take an inventory, and that's essentially any time the police go in at a crime scene, or any time they have a search warrant, they create an inventory of everything that they see and take in okay. the house from. The, so we created this inventory of every, and we were taking anything that was a weapon. And okay. oh my gosh, were there weapons? We found knives guns. There were like nine guns wow. in the bedroom wow. that Jason wow. had. And there were like thirteen or fourteen knives. Different kinds of knives. Different sizes of knives. Mm-hmm. He had a knife under his bed. He had a knife in the nightstand. On top of the nightstand. He had I I couldn't even believe how many weapons this guy had. Wow, wow. So, I mean, literally, we took all these weapons out in a big wow. box and took them so that we could give them to Jack. It would be part of the evidence. I'm quite stunned that the police didn't do that already. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised that they didn't gather all of that up and yeah. put it in,
1: like, the police locker or, you know, wherever they put stuff. Right,
0: yeah. right, because when there's yeah. a case, they do. They take everything, and that stuff stays in yeah. the locker until well yeah. after the case is resolved. Yeah and they hadn't done that it was really odd to me very very odd yeah that is Mm -hmm. in the meantime tom is stuck in jail because it's a million dollar bond and within like within a few days jack is working to try to get the bond changed maybe from a cash only bond to be able to bond out where you only pay like 10 percent of that bond in cash and then a bondsman will insure the rest and i'm at the office like just a few days later and while I'm looking through, reading through Discovery and going through everything, I look up, and here is Tom. He walks into our office. And I was what? shocked. What? Yeah, I was and shocked. I was like, he... what's he doing here? Yeah. I, but then you I thought, I thought well, maybe I did. Yeah, I thought Jack yeah. was working right then to get him out. But maybe yeah. maybe Jack forgot to tell me, hey, I, I got his bell reduced this morning or yeah, something. something. Yeah, something. And then Jack comes out of his office, and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? How did you get here? Oh, and he Tom didn't know has, either. No, and Tom has this big smile on his face, and he's like, I posted a bill. What? So that means he had to come up with a million dollars cash. Yep. How many people, Holy. for number one, have the money, and number two, that and this is 10 years ago, so a million dollars 10 years yeah. ago is even yeah, more significant more so. than a million now. Mm-hmm. And not only that, that he had a million dollars, but he, but it was liquid enough.
1: I want it on record that a million dollars then or now is still a lot of money to me.
0: It is a lot of money to yes. me.
1: It doesn't matter could, when it was.
0: Yes. I could gather, yeah. I, unless they take an IOU, I would never be getting out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, here's an IOU. You, you yeah. might want to hang on to that. <laughs>
1: because... and my, my, okay, so now that's $10,000. So what else can you sell?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, most people don't wow. have a million dollars. And no. even if they do, they can't get it to where it's liquid like that. Because you've right. got to have it liquid to be able to say, here's here's, here's the money. Here's, here's the million bucks. We were shocked. Like, oh, oh my gosh. And the mother-in-law was devastated. Of course, she lost her son. And now sure, her son-in-law is charged with the murder but she was is taking so, care of her yeah, yeah. exactly she's so grateful yeah. for the son-in-law The and i i remember speaking with the wife her daughter uh-huh. the wife of of our client and she was totally supportive of him and everyone everyone that we talked to was saying hey jason was very troubled is does that mean he deserves to be killed no but Everyone that knew Jason and knew what he was going through right. and and how agitated that he would get at things and that he would scare people and... Violent. Yeah, yeah, the violence and the threat of violence. Yeah. It seemed like, oh yeah, we knew this wasn't going to end well, this couldn't end well. It while. was
1: just going to be, when's the last straw? Uh
0: huh. So, now. we fast forward to trial. Of course, our defense in trial is self-defense. And the mother-in-law testified for him. The wife and Tom. Everyone was like, "This is the greatest guy. He he yeah. was protecting his mother-in-law, his na- the neighbors. Like he's just a good guy. Sure. He never intended to murder anyone. Like, certainly not his brother-in-law." And the jury goes out after. So we and, and in closing arguments, like Jack is emotional and he was. In his closing, he was saying, "What an honor it was to represent such an honorable man. Sure, d- be able to defend someone, and this is what our system is all about—that he gets a trial to be able to present his side of the case, and what an honor it was for Jack to be able to be that guy." And he got emotional, like teary-eyed, even like Jack had some—that's unusual. He had for some passion. Jack. It is. It is.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: good. Yeah, that kind of gives you a whole different feel of the of the trial mm-hmm. yes so the jury goes out the jury only deliberated for two and a half hours Ooh, okay stop right oh, there yeah so when that
1: happens it what does your gut say You're
0: guilty in trouble? we're in trouble that is usually okay. a sign of guilt that the jury has come back with the guilty verdict wow. longer deliberations usually indicate that people are really torn they're debating that that they're really discussing things and yeah, to to de- only to deliberate for two and a half hours, but what was his charge for murder? Yes. So was this the death penalty? Are we looking at life in prison? What What did we know? They were looking at five to life for him. Okay. So okay. no, not a, not a death penalty case. Usually, Utah at least use, reserves a death penalty case for something that they feel is more heinous, and I think okay. even the prosecutors at some level acknowledge that. He didn't intend this to kill bad. this guy. Yeah. Okay. So... Okay. Yeah, so, so they was, deliberated for two and a half hours.
1: Ooh. Yep.
0: Come back in. And judge gets the verdict. They hand the verdict to the judge, just like in the movies. And the judge announces, we, the jury, find the defendant not guilty. You're kidding! Nope. He in was two acquitted. and a half hours? In two and a half wow. hours. Wow. 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 Is right. Yeah. Like and he wow. the as soon as the verdict came in the courtroom it erupted that the, think about this though because the courtroom's full of people supporting the accused the defendant oh, the guy yeah. that killed him and the yeah. same a lot of the same people are also representing their the family they're the victims of right family right. of the victim so sure in most trials when there's a verdict that comes in Half the courtroom cheers, half of them are crying.
1: Crying, And in
0: this courtroom, virtually everyone in the courtroom was cheering. Oh, my God! Because the victim of the family was cheering. Yeah, right. The victim's family was cheering because they were also the family of the defendant. Sure. Tom was, like, smiling and hugging. I mean, he was a handsome guy. He's in a suit, construction guy, pretty much a blue-collar guy. In court, he had his suit on and dressed very nice, and he's hugging his wife and his family and and friends that were there to support him, and he did have a lot of support. Wow. It was really cool. This was front-page news, a big deal. Wow. So, fast forward eight years. Okay. Tom is charged, just a few years ago, with sex assault. Not just sex assault, but aggravated sex assault. Okay, so let's let's define what aggravated sex assault is. Is that like rape? It could um, be rape. Okay. It, it can be touching. Sex assault can cover all kinds of things. and when okay. they when it's aggravated, usually, like with child abuse cases, they almost always charge a child abuse case as aggravated abuse. It will be like okay. aggravated sex abuse of a child. And the reason they call that aggravated in that situation is because the person has power over the victim. Okay. Now, please tell me this wasn't child abuse. Nope, it was not. Oh, good. Okay. Not child abuse. Good. This was... But
1: when one person has power over the other, a boss with a worker, mm -hmm. happening in Hollywood all the time, and especially nowadays, you're like,
0: yeah. So anybody that has power over... In this case, the power differential was a gun. What? Yeah. So that's why it was aggravated, because he had a gun present in so, this. And okay, I'll, and so I'll now that. Okay, so here's one
1: other thing. In the first round, when he was charged with murder, he had a concealed weapons permit and all of that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, okay. Then the murderer is not
0: guilty. Yep, he's acquitted. Not guilty. So then yep. he
1: can still carry and have a
0: concealed weapon. Exactly. Weapons, Because he
1: was not guilty.
0: Okay. And in fact in fact, when he was charged with murder, the prosecutors argued to have his gun taken away based on that he had just killed someone. He he admitted he admitted that he shot the guy, right? Right. So we weren't debating whether he had he was the person responsible for killing him. The only question was was it self defense or murder? Right. And so the prosecutors asked that his concealed weapon permit be revoked be and he yep and the judge denied that and said okay. no he hasn't been convicted of anything it shouldn't so be why pulled. not okay. okay i
1: i kind of and that makes sense it does so, you know it does kind a, of if, make if sense you're a, but if you're a second amendment person that does make sense
0: but yes just
1: because i was charged i'm not guilty why would you take my rights away
0: okay. right all right i okay. i can see it both ways and i agree i am a right. second amendment yeah. person but right. i also feel like wait because he may be guilty, and if this were any other case where the victim were still alive, f- to allow the defendant to still have a weapon could be a very dangerous situation, and we will talk about cases where that okay. has become a True. problem.
1: So, but he was acquitted. So he right, was right. Sued. But after okay. he's
0: acquitted, then there's absolutely no reason that he wouldn't have a concealed permit. So, right. yes, okay. he still had his concealed. So, And I forgot one now, piece a, of it. Okay. Oh. Let me go back and put in there, because after the acquittal, and there were, I guess it was front page news, and there were a lot of stories about him being acquitted. Okay, of course. Yeah, of course, because it's a big case. What I really find interesting are comments that people make, and there were a lot of comments on the stories about this. And some people were saying, like, hey, of course he was acquitted. The guy has a lot of, he has a ton of money. Of course he could, that allows him to just kill someone and get away with it. And then other people were saying, wait a wait a minute, just a second. Just because the guy has money doesn't mean that it's okay to kill. Like, he legitimately was found not guilty. And to me, it's just fascinating because this whole process, I tell you all the time, like, the system when people are found not guilty supposedly like they're not guilty Shoot. but it doesn't mm-hmm. always work that way this the society will still judge them right and and other right. people were stepping up for tom and saying like i know this guy i know his family he is the most amazing person and these are just in comments from the stories and it, like he right. he was right. fighting for his family protecting his mother-in-law and other people are saying hey this Now it proves Mm -hmm. that the DA screwed up. They never should have even charged this guy. And I truly would be fascinated to hear from our listeners whether they think that the case never should have, if he never should have been charged or should he have been charged. I'd just be interested in where people fall on this with that information. When he, okay, so he gets acquitted. That's the lead story. So then you fast forward eight years later and now he's charged with aggravated sex assault. And of course the news just Blows up like whoa! This guy who was acquitted of murder oh, of years before now he's facing this aggravated mm-hmm. sex assault, and here and and once again, yep, and and he, he has a concealed weapon, and, and he can still have his, and he used yeah he, was, yeah, he, the gun here. he held uh-huh. this woman at gun, gunpoint.
1: Okay, was it his wife? No,
0: it was not. It was his hairdresser. Okay, okay. this woman that cut his hair.
1: Oh, yeah, he Lordy was back Dorothy. in
0: jail for. Allegedly sexually assaulting her at gunpoint during a haircut—that's kind of kind of a rough haircut. I don't. <laughs> um, I don't like,
1: I th- there's so many things and so many avenues. I could. I don't. I'm not even right sure what to say on that. Like, yes. you are coming for a haircut. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. But that's scary for yes. them, the hairdresser to be in a situation. You're like, this is my normal day. I'm cutting hair. I'm. This is what I do. I perm. I color. Come on in. Of course, I cut your hair every three yeah. weeks or four
0: weeks. Right. Bam. Exactly. And okay, he had been going to her is. for some time. So, what we sure. what we learned from his interviews with police and her interviews with police is that I, I, let, let me just cut so, to what he's charged with. The victim stated that okay, he yes. entered her salon after having. Had a haircut, but he entered her salon and he motioned for her to follow him to a kind of a private area of the salon. Is this like in her home salon, or is this like a business? salon? It's a salon business salon, out, like, but there were in a, yeah, there strip yeah. Mall. They, at this point, okay. she was there alone. Okay, but it's is a business right. salon. It's not like right. in her
1: basement or that. And her other people that Correct. work there are no longer there, yes. so she's alone. So in the salon. he
0: okay. She comes in and he motions for her to come to this private area. And she reports that in her interview with the police that while they were in that private area that he started kissing her and groping her breasts over her clothes. And then he forced her hand down his pants. And she, said that she, she says that she tells him no and okay. tries to push him away. But he then pulled out a handgun and pointed it at her crotch... Saying he wanted to play with her. Wait a minute. He took. He
1: takes the gun that he's on. Uh, that he takes out and he pointed yes. at her crotch. Well, he's
0: not going to point it at his. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not going to risk. Well, I don't think know. he's going to yeah. risk his yeah. his fun. <laughs> yeah. Going to risk. Right. Wow. wow. Is right. Okay. And so now this is her statement, mind you. So she okay. pushes the gun away and she says after she pushes the gun away that he then held the gun to her head and told her he was going to shoot her in the head if she did not play his game, according to documents. Oh. So. I can't even imagine how terrifying that I cannot that would either. Be. No. So according to her, she says she was able to wrestle the gun away. Now, he's a big guy, so I'm not quite clear how this happens because... I've been in some altercations with men, either whether it's just like in sporting things and I recognize they're very tall or in my own assault and they are very, very strong. And (laughs) she says she wrestles with him. She was able to get the gun away from him until she was in control of the gun and she ordered him out of the salon and locked the door behind him. Now, we know that that statement's true, that she had the gun, And that she ordered him out of the salon because the video surveillance corroborated, totally showed what exactly that. That when he walks out of the salon, she has out of the back room and and she she has him walk out of the salon and out the front door. And then she locks the door behind him. Okay. Are the cameras on the inside of the salon? Yes. you see them crossing
1: through the salon or are they
0: outside? The the cameras were inside. So... She calls her mother and sister who came to the salon because she's very distressed by all of this, obviously. Oh, my
1: gosh. Mm -hmm.
0: And then while they are there, Tom returns to the salon and he gives her $200, which she says was hush money so she wouldn't call the police. That's her statement.
1: Okay. The the mom and the daughter show up and no one has thought yet to call the police. Yeah. No one called the police. Tom, whether he left the parking lot or not, returns to the salon, and they let him in.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right.
1: And then he pays them $200 to be quiet. Correct. So you're seeing there's
0: some, yeah. Okay. So he actually gave statements to the police. And in his statements to the police, what he said was that although there had been no prior sexual activity between him and the victim prior to this day that there was some that day and things started to get pretty hot and heavy while he was with her and he wanted oral sex from her and he acknowledged that they kissed and he said that she touched his genitals and he touched her breasts that's consistent with both stories although her story is is that he forced forced her hand down his pants he said that she voluntarily did that i don't know we don't know what's true there Okay. And right. that right. he he further states that it, this was foreplay and it started escalating and he confessed to pulling out his gun and rubbing it against the victim, he said it was to arouse her. <laughs> okay, wait a minute, I just, okay, I,
1: you know, I, um, I, uh, this is gonna sound like I'm a slut, I'm not, but I have been married before. And I've lived with men with yes. guns. Yes. A yeah. lot of them. Hunting, yes. All yes. kinds of stuff. And I have four children. So let's explain <laughs> okay. that. Okay. But I have never <laughs> thought, hey, why don't you bring your handgun <laughs> and arouse me with that? Now, I don't know.
0: Maybe that's a fetish. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I've <laughs> seen a, it in movies. I don't even know what You know, what to say I, I that. think we've all seen the movie scene yeah. where, like, the bad guy, uh-huh. he's a bad guy, but we kind of uh-huh. think he's sexy. And like, I have seen that in a movie. Do uh-huh. I think that translates uh-huh. to real life? That would be attractive for a woman? Absolutely not. No, I don't believe it. No. And there there probably yeah. is someone, because there is like a lid for every pot out yeah. there. Yeah, there's fetishes but, for everything. But, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do I think as a general rule uh, yeah. that that would be a turn-on for a woman? Absolutely not.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm with you yeah. on that one. Okay.
0: So... So he pulls it out and says he rubs it. And when you say couch, pulls it out, we're talking okay, about the gun. We're infringing. talking about the gun at this point, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, let's refine <laughs> yes. yes. Let
1: me clarify, yes. we're talking it, about We really are talking gun. about
0: a gun. When she Not says, is that gun. a gun in your pocket, <laughs> yeah. it was a gun in your pocket. <laughs> it <laughs> it was, was a gun. gun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> mm.
1: so. All right, this is... So he thinks that's going to arouse yes, her. Yes, and he... Uh, apparently it didn't work that Yes.
0: Enough.
1: I thought maybe if you're getting ready to have uh-huh. sex in the back of a salon, which might be kind of kinky and cool, yeah. I, you know. Because when you first said he pulled the gun out, I thought, oh, I wonder if he's going to set it on the counter. Like, right. put it off so
0: it doesn't run right, on right. the ground or, yeah, you know, get it, out it of the way. his yeah.
1: being. Yeah, out of yeah. the way. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: But it makes more sense also if... He was trying to arouse her with it. That's probably how she could
0: get the gun exactly. away from him. Because of that. Rather than. B- that she was so strong, she took it away. He probably thought, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. this is sexy. Uh-uh. Like, you take it. Now you do yeah, something I'll just with said it-, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that mm-hmm. is, ex- I think you're dead on with that. Although we will never know. Yeah. I think yeah. That-, that makes sense right. to me. Right. So. Yeah, And in his statement to police, he also admitted that he came back later to give her $200 so that she wouldn't... He he says it wasn't so that she wouldn't call the police. He said that he felt bad that he had upset her because apparently he knew she was upset when she escorted him out and locked the door behind him. With a gun. Mm -hmm. But I don't think she kept the gun. That was never clear from the documents, from at least the initial charging stuff so oh so she wait she wrestles the gun from him <laughs> and then gave it back escorts
1: to him. him to the door and then gives it well, back. well
0: she did she didn't okay. have it in her hand after he went out the door so I think she handed it to him as she kicked him out
1: kind of like this is it. yeah okay
0: okay like mm-hmm. this is it but I, I don't think you're really like terrified for your life I have no question it's distressing but if you're fearful for your life I don't yes. think you'd give the gu- gun to the guy at that point. And
1: your first call would not be to your mom. Right.
0: It would yeah, exactly.
1: But maybe, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you just never know. What we know is she was not here legally. So in that situation, absolutely, oh, her first call could no. have been to her mother Another instead level. of police. Yes. yes. Okay. So
1: yes, yep, I I would have called my mom too. Yes. Yep.
0: Okay. So he admits that he felt bad that he'd upset her and that he gave her $200, but he said it wasn't to bribe her, it was just because he felt bad that she was so upset. In fact, he said it was part of a pattern of him giving her cash because extra, he would help her with money. her kids during hard economic times for her. Sure, and, and that's a thoughtful, that's a, it started out as a
1: thoughtful thing. Maybe. This incident is not a thoughtful situation. If you're helping someone in the past, like, I know you're poor, or you're here illegally, or life has been tough, and I want to pay for your
0: Christmas, I think that's a, a wonderful right kind thing to do yes but this situation no then he tells the police that because he's married that he had gotten a burner phone so he could surreptitiously contact and text her over the last few months Hmm. and then she admitted to the police that they had been texting back and forth with each other and that he had given her money for her kids but she Uh said on that on other occasions he had asked her for sex in exchange for the money. And according to her, she had not done Did that. Did it happen? Yeah, she said it didn't. Oh, okay. Neither of them ever said that it had happened. Okay. This has a lot of twists. Yeah, it, it really does.
1: A hairdresser in a salon alone, you know, the yep. gun thing. Yep. Then come find out she's not here legally, which would be really scary as a person. Mm-hmm. If I were her, I'd be terrified. Yep. Your first call is not to the police. But to your mom. Right. But that explains if you're here illegal. Yep. And then he comes back to pay you, which they open the door to. Yeah. And who the hell has the gun?
0: Right. Yeah. Hmm. The case doesn't go on very long before the alleged victim, and we always call him alleged until Her. there's a conviction. Okay. And then suddenly the alleged victim goes back to Mexico and is not heard from again. So what? The prosecutor had no...
1: Anything? No. uh, Nothing? Nothing.
0: The prosecutor didn't have any other option but to dismiss the charges.
1: Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, he's already given her $200 for a haircut and a little dalliance in the back room. Didn't want to scare her. Yeah. And then, and a gun, you know, whole scene. Mm -hmm. And now, we're getting ready for court and all of this and she disappears. What are the chances he paid her off?
0: Uh, That I have the same question
1: and of course there's probably not an answer.
0: There's no answer I I have no idea. I do not have any inside information. I do not know. I would never ever Support that. I know that Jack would never ever support that nor would Jack tell him support what like Hey, you know if you paid this woman off, she'd probably just go away
1: Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. Jack, I don't see, no, not you or Jack,
0: no. No, 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 so. But that doesn't mean it didn't happen. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. What I know is, if it did, we were not privy to any in, anything about any of it. And you will never know. We will never know, like anyone else. So, as listeners, I would be really curious <laughs> what you think happened. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and what you believe and what you don't believe. My other question is, when you learn about the sex assault charge and then that he admitted a lot of it (laughs) pretty much everything that she said it was just a little different perspective from his side as every situation is when you heard about that did it change your opinion at all about the murder charge or change your opinion about should this guy have a gun like should this guy be carrying a gun around with him i don't know i don't know if he should yeah Uh, yeah Ooh,
1: yeah. We and once again, it's been
0: dismissed. They can't his, right? Because there's no proof there is again. no reason t- to legally take his gun away from him. None. But I do have another question.
1: Did his wife stay with him?
0: <laughs> I, from what I can see, yes, she is with him. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe
1: she needs to try the. The sex with the gun pointed on <laughs> his body parts. <laughs> so let me tell you how to make Mister Happy happy. <laughs> do not do this again. Do I not think, get a
0: burner. I think that makes Mister Happy unhappy, Shelly. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. That would
0: knock the <laughs> smile light off will his not face. Be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, yes. this uh, gun will be used in other things. <laughs> yes. So that—that that <laughs> is that's. A... <laughs> Wow. Yeah, wow. So <laughs>
0: thank you for listening. I don't even know what to say about that. I know, I know exactly. Oh. But
1: I do have one comment. What? If you're going to write threatening letters and messages, maybe not use Chuck.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to Pamela Private Eye.